Warning, this week's profanity contains the podcast. This week's episode of The Scathing Atheist is brought to you by Stamps.com, ZipRecruiter, Wix.com, and by Shoes for Jesus, the Payless Lifeway replacement we've all been waiting for. Shoes for Jesus. When there was one pair of footprints, the arch support was fantastic. And now, The Scathing Atheist. Hey, Scathing Crew. This is Glenn from the I'm a bit sick of my voice is fucked podcast. I am calling you from South Africa, where I'm in the cradle of mankind, the visitor center at Marupeng, uh, seeing some of the fossils and crazy shit here. And I can indeed confirm we did evolve from filthy monkey men. April 11th. And it's National Cheese Fondue Day. For when melting fat directly into your mouth is just a step too far. I'm Eli Bosnick. <laughs> I'm Heath Enright. And from Joe Rogan's New Jersey, too Cincinnati far. Swing State, <laughs> and good husband Georgia, this is The Scathing Atheist. On this week's episode, Noah's too sick to stop a lot of things from happening that shouldn't. <laughs> we learn that Ray Comfort really wants to get licked again. And we pay lip service to Leviticus. But first, the diatribe. Eliatribe. Not calling it that. Nope. So stop me if you heard this one. Why do you care so much about what other people believe? My answer, I don't. There is nothing more boring to me than the biblically illiterate conglomeration of enlightenment ideas and misquoted Jesus that makes up most Christians' philosophy. Nothing less interesting in what picture fills people's minds while they pray instead of doing something. Nothing so meaningless as the unscientific, uncurious suppositions of what happens when we die. What I do care about are the consequences of those beliefs. See, the reason religious people ask us that question is because when they picture religion, they think of little old ladies and soup kitchens. And when we picture religion, we picture actual religion. You know, you and I, we know that the second that little old lady walks in the door, there's some asshole waving a collection plate under her nose. We know that the sermon she's going to listen to might just convince her that the loving thing to do is disown her gay grandchild. And we know for sure that no matter what sect, in what part of the country she is in, she will be hearing her sermon in a tax-free building dedicated to not truth. So you and me, we've read the news stories about the soup kitchens the Christians are so fond of. We've read the news stories about the four-year-olds being refused food if they don't sit still and be quiet during a 30-minute mandatory prayer. 
We know that those soup kitchens spitefully close down if local laws force them to feed hungry people, even if they're gay. And we know that if soup kitchening gets boring, these facilities happily turn almost overnight into so-called child welfare centers who give children separated from their parents at the border to exclusively straight Christian parents for the low, low price of 10,000 bucks a pop. When we think of religion, we don't think about the malformed watches you jerk off version of Santa that some asshole has in his head. We think of the untraceable, untaxed money behind every law ever passed against gay marriage in this country, behind every heartbeat anti-abortion bill, behind every trans bathroom ban, behind the buses that drove the literal Nazis to fucking Charlottesville. There's not an empowered act of evil you can name in this country that hasn't been directly and openly supported by religion. And that's just today, right? Non-existent, God forbid, you and I look back into history Whatever you do, don't think about the women who burned at the stake for being witches, for the civilizations destroyed for believing the wrong beliefs in the eyes of believers, for the slaves who were stolen from their home and worked to death because someone believed it was God's command, complete with biblical citations. So next time you're at a dinner party and dare to commit the oh-so-foist of paws and mention that no, Virginia, there isn't a Santa Claus, and someone asks you why you care so much what other people believe, you have my permission to ask them something back. Full of the knowledge of the mountains of bodies that religion sits upon in the name of every dead gay or trans kid forced to suicide, of every woman lost in her 13th forced childbirth, for every sodomite, blasphemer, apostate, or otherwise other that religion cast aside because it could? You ask them. The question isn't why I care about what others believe. The question is why you don't. They're talking about your Jesus. We interrupt this broadcast to bring you a special news bulletin. Joining me for headlines tonight is the sweet to my potato, Heath Enright. <laughs> Are you ready to have some pun? Yeah, I'm right, I am. <laughs> All right, before we get into the headlines, we'll pause for a word from this week's sponsor, Stamps.com. Heath, did you pack your... Hey, buddy. What's up? Just relaxing. I can see that. You got mm -hmm. your... Your beach chair and your coconut. This is quite a little yeah. spread you got. Well, um, thanks to how easy stamps.com has made it to get ready for the American Atheists on April 19th, I'm just sitting back and enjoying the ride. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, Pete, I know. Stamps.com brings all the amazing services of the U.S. Postal Service right to your computer. But I don't think that that means Simply you can use your computer to print official U.S. postage 24-7 for any letter, any package, any class of mail, anywhere you want to send. Once your mail's ready, just hand it to your mail carrier or drop it off in a mailbox. It's that simple. <sighs> okay, yeah, I mean, we use it for all and our right Patreon. right now, our listeners Someone? get a special offer that includes a four-week trial plus free postage and digital scale without any long-term commitment. Just go to stamps.com, click on the microphone at the top of the homepage, and type in scathing. That's stamps.com, enter scathing. How did you fill the living room with sand? I guess is my question. Uh, bucket? Like a lot of buckets though, right? Yes. Many buckets. 
And now, back to the headlines. In our lead story tonight, Ray Comfort is mad at us, and <laughs> we could not be happier. <laughs> this is my favorite. Big day. So <laughs> apparently Ray Comfort heard about the god-awful movie show that we're doing at the American Atheists Convention here in beautiful Cincinnati Swing State on April 19th, and he heard that we featured several of his terrible, poisonous movies on our show. We have. So he stopped whatever he was doing, which almost certainly involved uh, harassing a random teenager on the street while the kid was just trying to come down from a really long acid trip. That's (laughs) apparently what he's always doing. And then Ray Comfort stepped away from that activity and spent time and energy putting together a video response to us that includes a revenge plot. And yes, it's a revenge plot that involves ice cream. It's an adorable (laughs) revenge plot. Okay, and to be fair to Ray, we've done four atheism conventions on three continents. His marketing isn't wrong. (laughs) You know what I'm saying? Excellent It's not not the way to reach us. Correct. So (laughs) here's the backstory. The convention sent out a promotional email last week that mentioned our show. And apparently Ray Comfort has a team of spies that sign up for emails like that and report back <laughs> to him. They they had meetings to set that up. He was like, get the emails. I need spies on this. He did that. So he saw a description of god-awful movies that mentioned how we've reviewed his catalog of, quote, films. The email also said, these movies need taking down because of the harmful even deadly messages they send, which is accurate. And thanks to Ray Comfort being, well, mostly illiterate, I guess, his immediate response was to start mumbling to himself about censorship and Christian persecution while he angrily wrote up a script for his big video response. (laughs) Yeah, with this literal reaction, I I gotta be honest, I feel bad about all the times we've said, fuck Ray Comfort. Ray, it's a... (laughs) So turn to speech, buddy. It's okay. <laughs> he is not, not, not coming for your fluids. He is not familiar with the turn of speech called turn of speech. So he has no <laughs> idea what he's saying right now. And, Are you going to 10 in a circle? <laughs> <laughs> Here is the dancing back that we got from Ray Comfort. He announced the following to the audience of atheists that he seems to think he has. Okay, actually, uh, Eli, you got this? You got a Ray Comfort? Oh, I've, I've got it. I'm ready. Okay. <laughs> you you want to warm up your Ray Comfort for a second? I do. Thank you. Yeah. <clears throat> gibbity, 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 gibbity. <laughs> All right. Excellent. <clears throat> Here we go. Here it is. Okay. If you belong to American atheists, you received a newsletter this week from your leaders warning you about our movies. They don't think you're intellectually mature enough to handle seeing any of them. <laughs> and begin fake context here. <laughs> In fact, they're calling for a censorship. I'm going to stop you right there. Nope. Um, And begin (laughs) out of context quote here of the email. They're calling for a censorship of, quote, the entire catalog of Ray Comfort's films, (laughs) end quote. They said these movies need to, quote, taking down because of the harmful, (laughs) even deadly messages they send, end quote. That's where he closes out his ransom note patchwork of partial quotes that he slapped together. And apparently he thinks the phrase taking down means we're we're planning to pull his movies down from the physical existing large (laughs) rack of every movie ever. That's a real physical thing at World 
movie headquarters, and then we're going to burn him like Fahrenheit 451. I don't know. That, he, he cannot That read. is the plan. Ray, buddy, I, I don't know how to break it to you, but I, I've seen our download numbers, and I've, I've seen your YouTube numbers. <laughs> we make up a significant part of your viewer base. A thank you, maybe? A thank you yeah, Sunday is what I'm saying? Huge for him. Yeah, yeah. He could. Like, we love you. He could write off stuff that he gives us, and uh, once we've spent so much more time with you than anyone else. <laughs> yep. And uh, by the way, once he finished editing some persecution into existence like that, he made the following big offer. He's screening his new movie that same weekend at Ken Ham's Ark Encounter Theme Park. In nearby Williamstown, Kentucky. It's actually pretty close to Cincinnati. <laughs> and anyone from the convention who brings their badge down to the Ark Park and uh, says out loud that they're an atheist, he'll give them a free signed book and a free banana split. And he's in. I, I you am, want us? I am in. <laughs> I want vegan ice cream, Ray. Yeah. I'm going to make a scene. <laughs> a scene. <laughs> he's giving out free banana splits. Because, you know, bananas proved the earth was created by a racist wizard 6,000 years ago. And they also prove that Kirk Cameron and Ray Comfort really need a penis inside of them. Like, more than <laughs> anyone's ever needed a penis inside of them before. And, by the way, if you have no idea what I'm talking about, you really need to Google Ray Comfort banana or something like that. And watch that video called Banana, the Atheist's Nightmare. It's priceless. It's it's pretty good. He made a movie about how you're <laughs> laughing at him. And in Life After Death Row news, thanks to a Supreme Court ruling last week, the state of Texas was forced to delay the execution of a Buddhist man after prison officials refused to allow the inmate to have a Buddhist clergyman inside the execution chamber. And this little holdup really killed the mood for Texas so they took immediate action to make their murdering policy more SCOTUS-friendly, I yep. guess. They're like, all right, uh, no wrong answers. How do we fix this? Um, I'm thinking just off the top of my head, we could stop executing human beings. Um, <laughs> sorry, sorry, no, just, just fucking around. Just fucking around, keeping it light. Keeping it light, having fun. Um, okay, uh, we could let everyone have the same rights. Yeah, sorry, yeah. No, sorry, sorry. I was on a roll. <laughs> I was on a roll. Um, or, and um, this is what we're doing. I'm, I'm the only one in this meeting. We could ban everyone <laughs> from having a chaplain in the room when they get murdered by the state with the poison that we own in our state for murdering people. So that's the new rule. Fine, nobody gets a murder buddy was the actual decision a state made. <laughs> yep, that happened. And just for the record, this exact same situation came before the Supreme Court earlier this year, and they made the exact opposite ruling. Back in February, a Muslim inmate in Alabama was denied the presence of an imam at his execution. And the Supreme Court said, uh, Alabama law says only state employees in the execution room and uh, pretty sure we don't need to check. We all know Alabama didn't hire any Muslims to be in a state <laughs> job. Should have got your people hired. Execute. Green light. So that's what they did. And uh, I'm pretty sure a, a concurring opinion also added, what? I can't hear you. Couldn't hear what you're saying. Sure, I hope he doesn't get executed while we're trying to fix this audio problem. And uh, he's dead. Uh. 
He died. Yeah. So that guy got executed. That's what happened. Yeah. And, and look, as atheists, it can be hard to sympathize with which walkie talkie to God people want in the room as we <laughs> murder them. Yeah. It seems like a lot else is wrong with that situation. Fuck. But as Noah pointed out in his diatribe at the time, the reason this decision got made is because fuck not Christians. And that matters. <laughs> There's no other reasoning you could possibly have for this. Yep. Yep. So the ruling about Alabama, here's the problem with this. That basically gave Texas the answer key on how to make our nation's top legal scholars happy about killing people with poison. Except Texas, they took that answer key and they went one step further and they just said, uh, like you said before, no death buddies at all. They'll, yep. they'll allow a chaplain in the viewing room, but not in the chamber itself, which, which actually works out great because I am my own personal clergyman. So Ooh. Texas can't murder me. That's perfect. They'll be like, Heath, get back in the room. No, no, I'm my clergy. Damn it. Yep. Got us there. I do. Can't, can't state murder him. <laughs> Nothing you can do until you change your rule and make tomorrow my execution day. Yeah. <laughs> That's basically what they're doing. Yeah. So Texas went with the, uh, I'm going to call it crazy alcoholic dad thing. They're mm -hmm. like, All right, and now nobody gets any ice cream, assholes. Just staring at his kids while he shits into a thing of briars and locks eyes with them. All right. Happy? Nobody gets it now. Great. Now it's time to murder you. I'm, I'm pro-life. That's what they say. Yep. All right. Well, on that note, we're going to take a quick break for a word from our sponsor, ZipRecruiter. Hey, Eli, what you doing there? Oh, it's trying to replace Noah. What with him lazily taking a day off once every seven years? I, I just yeah, think we need gross. someone with a bit more work ethic. You yeah, know? totally agree. So, um, well, why don't we use ZipRecruiter? Oh, yeah. ZipRecruiter sends your job to over 100 of the web's leading job boards. But they don't stop there. With their powerful matching technology, ZipRecruiter scans thousands of resumes to find people with the right experience and invites them to apply to your job. That's right. In fact, ZipRecruiter is so effective that four out of five employers who post on ZipRecruiter get a quality candidate through the site within the first day. And right now, our listeners can try ZipRecruiter for free at this exclusive web address. That's ZipRecruiter.com slash scathing. That's ZipRecruiter.com slash S-C-A-T-H-I-N-G. ZipRecruiter.com slash scathing. All right, let's give it a try. All right, here we go. It's... It's David Silverman. Oh, yeah, I guess I guess he would be free. ZipRecruiter, the smarter way to hire. Do we? No, no. No, we do not. Okay. Would have liked you to know that right away. <laughs> and we're back. And in good riddance news tonight, Christian conspiracy website and source of some of our show's favorite crazy worldnetdaily.com <laughs> is, is on the verge of financial collapse yeah, according to an article published in the Washington <laughs> Post earlier this week and it couldn't have happened to a nicer group of folks <laughs> yeah easily one of the nicer hate groups out there so yeah yeah weird flex but okay okay I'm yeah. glad they're failing so for those of you who don't know about Christian hate groups until you retweet them, here's the scoop on World Net Daily. Uh, they were founded by Joseph Farah as a spinoff of the Western Journalism Center, huh. a literal dark money white supremacist organization. Lovely. 
they were founded in 1997, uh, and the WMD has published everything from anti-gay conspiracy theories to Vince Foster trutherism, and of course, uh. most famously, birtherism. Yep. That's right. Obama birtherism. Farah, the founder of the company, offered a $15,000 donation <laughs> to the hospital listed on Barack Obama's long-form birth certificate, but then when he produced it, he called Baxi's. <laughs> <laughs> that all happened. Yeah. But just think about how far the Overton window had to move toward Nazi in this country for these guys to be no longer profitable. Like <laughs> they grew out of a dark money white supremacist group. And now the modern day alt-right is like, boo, regressive <laughs> centrists. I'll get the real news at Breitbart. Boo. <laughs> Liberals. Wow. Yeah. Well, it turns out that despite the stellar journalism record and being listed on the website of the SPLC, the WMD isn't exactly raking in the dough. In fact, it seems for the last few years, their business model has been, how do I put this, uh, conning and not paying crazy <laughs> people who think they're going to get a book published. Yeah. Uh, kind of like Twitter, right? Yes, similar, exactly. Yeah. Business model. Yeah. Yeah, from Republican Senator Tom Coburn to uh, evil bitch lady who tried to sell a book about her fake cancer cure, it seems WND uh, collected almost $10,000 a person on the promise of publication and then never delivered. And on top of that, they have fired massive amounts of their staff. But here's my favorite part. When the Washington Post reached out to Farah's wife and co-founder of WND, she was like, uh, it's no big deal. They're just whiners. And then literally hours later, they announced that Joseph Farah had had a stroke huh. and was stepping back from the company, which is always a good sign. <laughs> and by stepping away from the company, you mean literally fleeing the scene of a crime. Is what he's doing. <laughs> yeah, I do. All uh, either way, uh, World Net Daily, on your way out, those Beautiful golden doors. <laughs> we will, um, we will miss you. We will. In the arms of um, the are, you, are, are you doing a montage right now? What's happening? Yeah, the headlines are passing in front. Great. No, audio medium is perfect. Sorry. Sorry. You can finish the song if you want, though. I, legally, I don't think I can. <laughs> All right. Legally moving on. And we'll take a break for a word from our sponsor, Wix.com. Hello? Hi. Is Mr. Enright there? Okay. I mean, sketch already doesn't make sense because I answered the phone. Okay. Can you just go with it, though? In... Okay. Sorry. Uh, speaking. Hi, I'm calling from Big Scam SEO Company. I wanted to talk to you about getting latercheese.com on the front page of Google. Oh, uh, no thanks. I use Wix.com, actually. Uh, what's Wix.com? It's the best and easiest way to build a website. Oh, one of those expensive website builder sites, huh? Uh, not actually. You can start and publish your Wix website for free. Wait, for free? But what about SEO? Well, all Wix.com sites include built-in SEO tools. And when you're ready to pay, you can use their SEO whiz for a personalized plan. So wait, no landing pages? No white-on-white -white text in the margins? Nope. Just beautiful websites that are easy to build to get your idea launched. Get started now by going to Wix.com. That's W-I-X.com slash podcast to get 10% off. Wix.com slash podcast, huh? Mm -hmm. Wait a second. Latercheese.com 
Isn't that just cheese? This conversation is over. Isn't that just cheese? Unbelievable. And we're back. And in We Just Figured Out Jews news tonight, uh, 27-year-old <laughs> Daniel Atwood was excited to be ordained as Yeshivat Chavrechi Torah's now first that... gay rabbi this year, having spent four years as their first openly gay student. Hmm. However, to the surprise of absolutely fucking nobody familiar with that school or religion, he was informed last week that he wouldn't be allowed to graduate without any explanation. Oh, yeah, sorry. Just you're still missing a PE credit, we realized, in penis vagina ball. This is a new requirement. You got to get that PE credit. Crazy. It's at the bottom. You got to read. <laughs> now, the president of the school claims that Atwood's sexuality is not the problem, saying, quote, we accept all students, regardless of sexual orientation, provided they are fully committed to orthodox halachic observance, end quote. Um, Which, you know, being a gay, engaged man cohabitating yeah. with his partner definitely violates, okay. so... Well, like it would. To be fair, though, they did accept him. They just won't graduate him. They didn't lie, right. that, if that was the exact wording on their policy. You come to the school, as long as you, we will take his money. And, and look... I am sympathetic to Daniel. I really am. He's 27. He spent four years studying nothing, and now he can't even get his degree <laughs> in nothing. No piece of paper, right? Uh. That said, perhaps if Daniel was looking for a job in a sector that was accepting of his lifestyle, he might have chosen, you know, literally any all, job but religion. All the other and. Ones. And before we feel too bad for Daniel, just a reminder, he is getting his ordination. He's just not getting it at that school. Okay. And, uh, you know, he's going to spend the rest of his life lying to people about what a book says <laughs> while not paying taxes. What I'm saying is temper your sympathy. Temper <laughs> your sympathy. Done. It was tempered. <laughs> there we go. We found it. <laughs> and finally tonight, the state of Kentucky is... Not doing great with their local news recently. Nope. Um, also not recently. They're not yep. doing well with local news in the history of the state of Kentucky. But just focusing on 2019, they sent a high school chapter of the future Nazis of America Club to Washington, D.C. to harass mm -hmm. women and taunt Native Americans. Yep. They passed a bill to make it illegal to fuck an animal, but with a bunch of exceptions. Yep. Um. By the way, still a few more weeks to legally fuck some animals in Kentucky, if you're interested. Grace period. There's still that grace period. Just Get so out. everybody knows. Do it. And then they made headlines again this week when a hotel employee had to file a lawsuit against his boss for trying to force him into getting a goddamn exorcism. That happened. <laughs> We like to do things here as a compliment sandwich, Jeff. You show up to work on time. You're filled with demons. You keep a clean <laughs> station. And that's important to us. Yeah. So Jason Fields of Hazard, Kentucky, was working the front desk at a Hampton Inn. And he mentioned to his boss, Sharon Linden, that he was getting a divorce. To which she responded, uh, demons. And then <laughs> proceeded to insist that he get cleansed of the demons if he wanted to keep working there. In addition to setting up an exorcism for him, she also brought members of her local church to show up at the hotel and pray for him. 
during his shifts in front of hotel guests. <laughs> and of course, she gave him a pre-exorcism questionnaire to fill out. Sure. Yeah, naturally. <laughs> and when he refused, she started moving his schedule around and giving him all the bad shifts until he had to quit. Okay, I, I don't want to blame the victim here, but there is no way Jason's boss didn't show warning signs of being cuckoo for coconuts before he was like, this is the person I want to talk to about my divorce. Yes. Probably should have seen something coming, but not, I don't think that was a surprise, but not quite the question like this is this is out of the ordinary, even for a crazy person in Kentucky. So here's some highlights from the questionnaire. Uh, I'm going to leave out a few of the boring questions from the beginning because the list is pretty long, but these are the exact words from the questions that I'm going to read. I'm not even slightly exaggerating. And uh, Eli, just shout them out if you know the answers to any of these. Oh, okay. This is like that deposition we did with Andrew. This is fun. This, uh, it's not like that, but just, yeah, shout them out. So All right. um, qu question one, what is your church background? Straightforward. Uh, my computer background is Sad Vin Diesel holding a sledgehammer <laughs> from the last Fast and the Furious movie. <laughs> is it really? Yes. <laughs> I love that part. Okay. Um, moving ahead to question four. In one word... Who is Jesus Christ to you? Krenicham. <laughs> so I panicked. Did, that was hard to was do. Was that a word? Did word. you just make up a noise? I'm, I made a noise. Made a noise. I noise. thought it might come out. Krenicham. Hats. Okay. <laughs> Question 10. We're going to move ahead a little bit. Have you personally ever had psychiatric counseling? Have I ever not? That's <laughs> <laughs> a better way to phrase that. 11. Have you your parents, or your grandparents been part of any cults? Does religion count? <laughs> it does. Okay. So, yes. Mm -hmm. uh, Twelve. Have you ever made a pact with the devil? I do have Verizon Fios. Yes. Yes, I do. <laughs> Question 14. Have you ever visited heathen temples? You well, know, you had that headache. You said you were stressed. Just I don't want to <laughs> just say Jewish. Just ask if he's Jewish. Yeah. We know just what you're say doing. Jew. Just say it. <laughs> question 15. This might be my favorite one ever. This might be my favorite question of all the interrogative <laughs> statements I've ever seen written in the world. Question 15 on this questionnaire. Do you have any witches such as good luck kitchen witches in your home? I... I went down a Google rabbit hole because of this question. <laughs> so deep and so fucking scary. Let, let me just tell you where this rabbit hole ended. I would this love rabbit to hole this. ended at the pushback against the pushback <laughs> against people who have good look kitchen witches, but aren't witches. That's when I was what? like, okay, no more internet. Was the people who were mad at the witches who were mad at the people who have witches, but aren't witches. I I I I lost track of the words entirely. Yep. I have no idea it's what a, you're talking. It's a puzzle within a maze. What the fuck is a good luck kitchen witch? Did you get to I that? I don't I do not want to get into it. Okay, and we're not so far. <laughs> there are All some right. things that are not right. I'm going to be covered in cum later in this episode, <laughs> but I have, there are some things that are not proper. <laughs> All right, moving on. Question 16. Do you have lustful thoughts? No. <laughs> Interesting. <laughs> Interesting. 17, to your knowledge, was there evidence of lust in your family line ever historically? I mean, I, guess. I exist. So yes, I assume. <laughs> Good point. I guess, I mean, 
There could be entirely lustless conception. I sure. feel like that's in Kentucky. Absolutely. A bunch that you, you could fuck an animal and do it. Yeah. Yeah. Well, you might be lusty, might not. Anyway, 18. Do you frequently masturbate? Ibit. <laughs> <laughs> Wonder what they think frequently means when they ask that. All right. Anyway, 19. Have you ever been a victim of incest by a family member? I guess. Yeah. Uh, while we're on this list of questions to determine if you're the devil, are you the victim of sexual assault? These are in the same category to us. <laughs> yep, they are. Also, they seem to think you could be a victim of incest by not a family member. I'm not sure how that <laughs> question was phrased. Um, 20. Have you ever committed incest, rape, or molested anyone? Honestly, I feel like this is a question we needed all jobs. I'm just saying. <laughs> Maybe throw it in. Maybe have that standard. not on the uh, the demon questionnaire on the like just the regular generally. One. Yeah, just first question at the interview. You know what they say: one finger pointing forward, <laughs> four, three fingers pointing back, and your thumb pointing off to the side. <laughs> <laughs> How many windows in New York City? Also, have you ever <laughs> sexually assaulted a person or animal? Great. Uh, okay. Um, question twenty two. Have you ever sexually fantasized about an animal? Yes, okay. I have seen Zootopia. Thank you. <laughs> Next question. They're aware of the current laws in Kentucky. Question 23. Have you been involved in oral or anal sex? Involved is the word there that makes it feel like a hobby, right? <laughs> I dabble, you know. <laughs> Weird. You, uh, you an oral sex guy? <laughs> <laughs> I'm kind of new to it. I don't know. And, you got to come out to the lake yeah. and have some oral sex. <laughs> it's beautiful out there this time of year. You guys end up spending a lot on like like extra stuff, like accessories. I don't know. <laughs> oh, let me tell you. I don't know. I got to stop crazy. playing Hearthstone if I'm going to get into a new thing. I don't know. I got to tell you, I have bought way too much oral sex stuff. My <laughs> wife says, oh, if she knew the amount of oral uh, sex I bought. We're going to move and then we're going to pack it. And then I don't know. Yeah. It's a lot. All right. And question 24. Have you ever fathered a child that has been aborted? No, because of all the oral sex stuff I'm oh, into. I'm really committed. Smooth. Yeah. Smooth. And question 25, has pornography ever attracted you? Again, I don't think they know what pornography does. These questions. Yeah. <laughs> pornography is magnets. <laughs> it attracted me. I don't understand. Uh, my hands just stuck to the screen when <laughs> Anna comes home. What were you watching? Nothing. I was... Nah. I'm leaning you know how on this screen. Go checking. Oh, to the other you, room. You leave now. Bring the tinfoil. <laughs> and finally, question 26. I, I, I'm not making this up. I swear to God, I'm not making this up. This is the last question in the questionnaire. Question 26. Do you have desires of having sex with a child? And that's a weird hotel add-on. I'm going to say it now <laughs> and I'm going to stand by it. Yes, yeah, so we are obviously sending Eli to Hazard, Kentucky to get a job at this goddamn hotel. 100%. So he, he can deal with this questionnaire. And obviously you're going to say yes to the exorcism. You're going to attend it. It's going to be delightful. Mm -hmm. uh, I can't wait. So we are we are all on board for this. <laughs> we, we do not need a Patreon goal. We've already booked stuff. We're set. Yep. So here's the thing about this story. One, one other thought I had. I'm honestly not sure which is the craziest part. The divorce demon questionnaire or the fact that Hazard Kentucky has enough 
casual visitors from out of town to justify an entire chain hotel there. Like, <laughs> just, just people living there at all, like, permanently, that's crazy enough. But to travel there on purpose, like... To journey. To journey there. You packed a bag. You made road trip sandwiches. You peed in a Gatorade bottle. Also, you could visit Hazard goddamn Kentucky. Like, but you wanted to experience that town in style. So you stay at a Hampton Inn. Like, what the fuck is happening in your life? I don't, I don't understand <laughs> how this exists. By the way, if you've ever stayed at the Hampton Inn of Hazard, Kentucky, I have a questionnaire for you that I'd like we you to do. fill out. Yeah. <laughs> we do. And while I explain that peeing in a Gatorade bottle is not a normal part of travel for most people, <laughs> Heath, thanks as always. It's not? Nope. Gatorade bottle peeing. Yes, it is. <laughs> and when we come back, Leviticus will kill a fuck ton of animals, y'all. Leviticus, the book of the Bible you're familiar with because it hates gay people, but is actually a cookbook from hell that gives hostile a run for its money. Either way, if podcasts had splash zones, you'd be in it. So put on your ponchos for another round of Bible Peace Theater. Okay, everyone, listen up. You sound different today. Uh, no. Yeah. No, I I don't. I th yeah, yeah, me. you do. Yeah, um, you do sound different. Yeah, like more. Um, I want to say, uh, authentic. That's like a good word. Yeah, anti-Semitic, right there. So, uh, when sacrificing a bullock or a thief or a goat, make sure it the Un unblemished male. Yeah. Exactly. Now you want to slit its throat. In front of God. That's super important. Uh, oh, come on. Really? And then, and then you sprinkle the blood around the altar. Then put the head and the fat on the altar to burn. Dude, seriously? Uh, gross. You want to remove the organs. Come on. Wash, seriously? Then wash the organs and burn those too. Oh, I'm going to throw up. This is awful. Now. Birds, you want to twist off their heads first. How is this a religion? This is like the whole book, guys. Get on board. Hey, guys. Uh, who are you? I'm Heath. Well, we were supposed to meet Moses today to learn about meat offerings. Right, 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 right. Uh, yeah, funny thing. He actually sent me to tell you guys. About, uh, the, the meat offerings. Oh, okay. What, what are they? Uh, right. So, um, don't just bring meat. Uh, God doesn't want just meat. Uh, also some flour and some oil. Uh, uh honestly, if you could make it all a pot pie, um, that'd be great. God, uh, yeah, God's super into Pot pie. God is super into pot pie. Yes, uh, wasn't finished. Um, wasn't quite finished yet. And also uh, wafers and stuff. Also with, with the oil. Um, God's into all that. You mean so, French you know. fries? Uh, okay. <laughs> Crazy talking guy over here. 
Yeah. So uh, you're just going to leave it with the priest, all that stuff I was talking about. And who's the priest? Well, well, today it's me, but... Um, and and you're going to bring up pot pies and french fries to God. To God, exactly. Yes, uh, I will bring the pot pie and french fries to the God of the universe. Well, um, oh, okay. Thanks, I guess. Yeah, no problem. Oh, and uh, no more Brussels sprout sacrifices. God does not like those. Um, unless you also sacrifice cheese sauce, then it would be cool. That's, uh, that's what God said. This is the last thing. Okay. Hi, I'm Heath Enright. As many of you know, we here at Puzzle in a Thunderstorm recently reviewed the movie Unplanned, the not even a little bit true story of former Planned Parenthood worker Abby Johnson. And here at The Scathing Atheist, we have everything but respect for people's religious beliefs. Uh, Don, I think that it's actually nothing but respect. I know what I said. Which is why when we came across Leviticus 3.16 this week, we wanted to, no, take that back, we needed to speak out to warn Christians like Abby Johnson. Leviticus 3.16, all the fat is the Lord's. You hear that, Abby? All the fat, all of it. Now, sure, many people will call us hateful for speaking out. Uh, But we don't hate the sinner, we hate the sin. So yes, we have several bills in state legislatures to ban her from all-you-can-eat buffets and consign her to curves for women. But we do it out of love. Because all the fat is the Lord's, Abby. All of it. That too, right mm-hmm. there, that you're picking up. Don't. Um, don't do it, Abby. You look like a chipmunk. Stop it. You're very fat. <laughs> uh, sacrifice rules, sacrifice rules. There's really not a lot in this book other than that. Well, I mean, there's a lot of rules. Yeah. Ooh, yeah. ooh, that gives me an idea. From the makers of Mousetrap and Sorry comes Leviticus the Board Game. Oof. Sin of ignorance. Damn it! Okay. Really? Okay, is that just him or the congregation, though? Okay, uh, rules say just him. Okay, do you have an unblemished bullock? Ah, uh, are those the little wooden ones, the bullocks? Is yeah, that the, those are the bullocks. Okay. okay, you can trade that in for atonement, but you have to roll at least seven sprinkles of blood. No, he's got uncleanness, what? remember? Because he oh, touched that corpse. Damn it, yes. Okay, that's right, you do. Okay, so I, I roll for doves now? Yeah, you roll for doves. Leviticus the board game, still less complicated than Root. I can't wait to be anointed as a priest. Me neither. Hi, everyone. Ah, oh, damn it, it's him again. Cool. Yeah, so the procedure for anointing priests. Uh, uh, let um, me guess. It's giving you food, which you in turn will bring to God in a place we can. Uh, okay, you guys want to be priests or not? Uh, yeah, I want to be priests. Okay. Yeah, you want to be priests. Exactly. Okay. So... Two words, mashed potatoes. Okay, Aaron and his sons, are you guys ready to become priests? So ready. Yeah. Yeah. 
Wow, Heath, uh, Don, this is the anointing of Aaron and his sons in the in the Bible. I I, I, just, I know this isn't like a big famous portion or anything, but this was actually my Torah reading for my bar mitzvah. And I yeah, just, yours and like a million other people's. I know, but I just I remember what like a big <laughs> deal this was when I was a kid, and now here it is. You know, like I'm about to read these words again for the first time as an adult. It's a very like moving experience. Congrats. Ah. Okay, so first things first, let's kill this ram. Now let's throw these on the fire. All right, we'll just put a little bit of blood on the altar. That's for the sacrifice. And of course, I have to dab it on your earlobes, your noses, and your big toes. Give me your big toes. There we go. Now this is good. Now let's boil the flesh and eat it, huh? Oh, I grew up in a crazy blood cult. Yeah, buddy. You did. You really, I mean, really did. Yeah, you, you'd know that already if you bothered to read ahead. Mm -hmm. Okay, not now, Don. Don't you talk to Don that way. You read ahead. And the glory of the Lord appeared unto all the people. Well, what do you guys think? Uh, honestly, the week of animal sacrifice, it's a little off-putting, if I'm being yeah. honest. Yeah. Oh, come on. Look at It's me. God. I had oh, just appeared. Yeah. You're, you're God. It's just, well, you were kind of heralded by barbaric blood sacrifice. What? Barbaric? Come on. You guys are being... Uh, all right. L let me put it this way. If this was a movie, this would be way too much. Yeah, uh, the producers at Temple of Doom would tell you to tone it down. All the way down. You guys, you guys are negative Nancys. Boy, Abihu, just think of it. Us and our dad, Aaron, the first ever anointed priests. Oh, we are going to have so many adventures, Nadab. Nadab and Abihu. Oh, yeah. Two characters everyone will remember as long as they tell stories. Our adventures, <sighs> our friendship told Forever, I can't wait. I'm so excited. Oh, me either. Oh, this is going to be so awesome. Yeah. Now let's light this incense. Wrong. Ah! Uh, Moses, did, did God just burn my sons to death? Yes. Uh, Mithael and Elfpan, you guys want to clean this up? Thanks. Uh, yeah, Moses, quick question. What, why did God just burn my sons? Not Thor. Uh, not Thor. I guess he did not like how they lit the fires or something. But uh, don't don't freak out about it. Just gonna make him mad. So let's just chill here in the tabernacle, or God will kill us. This is in the book. It is in the book. It is. Okay, Aaron's other sons, take two. Some ground rules, uh, obviously. <laughs> no strange fire. Okay, sorry. Um, this this seems super important. What is strange fire? I, yeah, I do not question. know. I do not know. Also, next rule, don't show up drunk. Okay, I'm out. Yeah, he's also, out. Also, uh, everyone enjoy the sacrifice meat. It's yours. You deserve it. Totally cool. Have some sacrifice meat just whenever, you know, just sacrifice meat it up. Okay. Okay. Are okay. you back in? Now, where's uh, the in. sacrifice meat? Um, we ate it. 
like you just said we could. Just a moment ago. What? You idiots! You were supposed to eat the sacrifice meat in the holy places! I told you to eat what? the sacrifice what? meat! Okay, the just holy- relax. Uh, what does that even uh, mean? Yeah, why are you so angry? Uh, Moses? Sorry, Aaron, again, your brother. I, I could have eaten the meat here in the not holy place, right? Oh, okay. No problem, then. What just happened? How is this a religion? Okay, boys, gather round. It's time to clear up what you can and you can't eat. Wait, you made animals we can't eat? Oh, yeah, bunches of them. But don't worry, rules are pretty simple, super easy to follow along. So, for instance, no rabbits or comies because they chew their cud, right? Nope. Uh, no, they don't. So, uh, already. Um, that, oh, that I got a sense. list of fowl that I don't want you to eat. Uh, ends in bat. Surprise. But, um, bats aren't birds. Great point. Well, technically that's translated from a Hebrew word that meant things that fly. Yeah, so right. But that's not wrong. we're reading it in English and the English word is foul. We have a word. So why not? That is. Yeah. So why not just use the right word for it? It's, it's probably fine. Uh, no four-legged insects. Okay. Don't exist. What? Uh, nothing that flies that walks on all fours. Uh, not a thing. Unless it has legs above its feet, in which case it's fine. As opposed to... I don't know, faces above its feet? That would be creepy, right? Okay, noted. Got it. You guys writing this down? No. In our holy book? Nope, I'll remember. No four-legged insects with faces above their feet. I got that locked in. Good, good. Ooh, ooh, and I got a thing about ladies. This week... On Bible Hospital. Doctor, this woman just gave birth to a baby girl. Damn it, nurse. This woman is impure. Get me a lamb, stat. We don't have one. Just a a young pigeon and a dove. Damn it, that's not good enough. So far, this book is like a PETA scare tape. Right? It's fucking bananas. All right, I got some more medical stuff. You guys had questions about leprosy? To me, God? Yeah, it's a huge problem right now. If you could help, it would be super. Do not worry about it. Look, here's a series of simple instructions on how to formulate antibiotics and vaccinations using Bronze Age tools. Whole thing will be eradicated in a year. Oh my gosh, really? (laughs) No. I'm going to tell you who to put in a timeout hut. Uh... Are those instructions at least medically accurate? They are not. Oh. Then the priest shall look, and behold, if the bright spots in the skin of their flesh be darkish white, it is a freckled spot that groweth in the skin. He is clean. Uh, sorry, real quick. Do you mean that freckles exist? Uh, yeah, smart guy. Who is this? I'm sorry, Uh, I'm doing uh, a Bible thing. No, I'm, I'm one of Aaron's sons that... That you didn't burn to death? I'm one of the living ones. Okay, great, cool. Uh, anyway, unrelated. The man whose hair is fallen off his head, he is bald, yet he is clean. Okay. And he that hath hair that fallen from part of his head, you know, towards his face, he is forehead bald, yet he is okay, clean. Okay, I see what you're doing. I see what you're doing. Can we just- and he that is bald, right. I'm not finished, I am God. He's yeah. that bald and lives alone for five years, must... Get on OK Cupid and settle down already, because you're you're bumming everyone out 
and you're going to get found by your landlord. Okay. Um, Mr. Shechem? Hey, Doc. All right, yeah, how can I help you today? Well, I'm... I'm feeling a little leprous. Oof. Yeah, so, do you know anyone with leprosy? Yeah, so, my sister's kid has it, and they were just over visiting. Ugh, and, yeah, that um, that's the worst. Yeah, right? Uh, don't come over when you have when, leprosy. When you have leprosy, exactly. Uh, yeah. Rude, yeah. Uh, anyway... <sighs> Did you shave all your hair and stay in a hut for seven days? Oh, yeah. Yeah. Okay, good. Um, and did you bring the two birds? Yes. Here you go. Okay. So. All right. And then we dip this one in the blood and mm-hmm. sprinkle, sprinkle, sprinkle. Uh, fuck. Oh, oh Jesus. sorry. Uh, you Okay. Uh, yeah, uh, you just got it right in my eye. Yeah, really, uh, really sorry about that. Oh, okay. You, you good? Right. You good yeah, to go? Yeah, I'm, I'm fine now. Yeah. Great. Uh, this is in the book. Yeah, yeah, it is. Um, okay, Mr. Chemsach. Oh, hey, Doc. Oh, man. That is a running issue of the flesh right there. That is. Oh, is it? Bad. Damn. I, w- I wasn't sure. Yeah. Uh, all right, we're just going to wash and throw it out. Uh, well, you know, everything you've touched, actually, uh, is getting thrown out. Did you spit on anyone, by the way? I, I don't see how that's relevant. Well, yeah. we got to wash them, too. Oh. So, yes. Okay, so my someone. cart was clearly holding my place in line, So, right? yes. You're saying yes. Yeah. Yes. Yes. You spat on someone. Mm-hmm. Finally. All right. Last patient of the day. Um, hey, Mr. Bosnick. Doc. Yeah. How's it going? Wow. Okay. You are just covered in cum. Yep. <laughs> Whoopsie. Okay. Whoopsie. I mean, y- you going to wash that off or? Oh, wash it off. Yeah. I, I, yeah, I can do that. You got okay, it. Yeah. Doc. Well, I just, I feel like that's obvious. To, to, to definitely do that. Like, maybe before you came. Is that not obvious? Am I crazy? Uh, I mean, <laughs> I'm going to be honest. I, it's obvious to me now. Okay. Uh, also, the uh, woman you were with uh, will need to wash off as well. Yeah, uh, that's not an issue. Don't. Yeah, didn't think so. Uh, Eli, I don't think that part of the Bible means people who are covered in cum. I mean, these genetics came from somewhere, Don. Okay, fair. Fair. And while I give Eli a stern talking to about ending yet another sketch with himself covered in cum, we'll take a break and be back in a month for more Bible Peace Theater. That's all the blasphemy we've got for you tonight, but we'll be back in 10,022 minutes with more. If you can't wait that long, be on the lookout for a brand new episode of our sister show, The Skeptocrat, debuting 7 a.m. Eastern Time on Monday. An even newer episode of our sister show's Hot Friend Godawful Movies, debuting at 7 a.m. Eastern on Tuesday. And an even new, new, newerest episode of our half-sister show, Citation Needed, debuting at noon Eastern on Wednesday. 
I want to thank Heath Enright for never flinching when there's a skit in our folder labeled I want to thank Streptococcus for giving Noah the first show off in seven years. I want to thank Lucinda Illusions for taking care of Noah this week, which is like trying to give a cat a pill if the cat could tell you to fuck yourself. And of course, I want to thank Noah for staying down after that third tranquilizer dart. But most of all, we need to thank this week's peerless new patrons, Patrick, Jason, and John, whose penises are so big they've been accused of being sarcastic, Aaron, Nate, and Jay Teal, whose genitals in general achieve the rank of general, and Jolene the pan succubus who empties mankind one polycule at a time. Together, these fearless financial fulsomes had the brains and the guts to give us money. If you'd like to join their ranks, you can make a per-episode donation at patreon.com slash scathingatheist, whereby you'll earn early access to an extended ad-free version of every episode. Or you can make a one-time donation by clicking on the donate page on the right side of the homepage at scathingatheist.com. And if you'd like to help, but you somehow lost all your money because a warlock cursed your bones, you can tell your friends about the show or leave us a five-star review everywhere you can. Legal services for this podcast are provided by the law offices of P. Andrew Torres, and you know he regrets it. Tim Robertson handles our social media, and our audio engineer is Morgan Clark, who also wrote all the music used in this episode, which was used with his permission. If you have questions, comments, or death threats, you'll find all the contact info on the contact page at scathingatheist.com. That's a game. That's a game. Kill animals? Pee in a Gatorade bottle? Is that a game? I've been, okay, uh, full disclosure, I've been in at least one limo ride with a bunch of uh, friends going to a birthday thing in the city, and we were all coming out from the suburbs, and we were all drinking the whole way, and we definitely, as a game, had to all share a very large Gatorade bottle to pee into throughout that trip. How large a, like a gallon? Like a yeah, 64 ounce, if I remember correctly. Like one of the really big ones. With, okay. With like a little bit of, like the mouth is a little wide, so you can you can aim it in there if you're good. Question, I've never done this. Do you put your dick in the mouth or do you aim? <laughs> Here's the thing about, it's a great question. Thank um, you. You end up having to not, the, the ideal strategy that I found out is that you don't want to go all the way, put your dick into it because that actually ends up building up. The, you, if you make a seal, then there's like air pressure coming out of the bottle and you get little, all right. little you sprays. Get blowback. You get little blowback sure. sprays, like a sure. surf mist type of situation. Obviously. Great, great metaphor. Yeah. Just like that. But urine. Um, so what you got to do is back it up a little and you, you know, you don't want to aim from like a distance at that point. So you want to be like right up near it, but with plenty, like with plenty of airspace, you know, not a full seal. Can I, yeah. can I be radically vulnerable right now? Please. I have never got my dick out in a buddy group of dudes and been like, this didn't just ruin all the fun. <laughs> okay. Interesting. We've had different experiences with this. Um, all right. <laughs> we also play <laughs> the cookie game differently. Um, we do. I will tell you this limo also had a, uh, a bunch of lady people in there too who were now I'm even more nervous wildly impressive with their ability to pull this off I don't they did it oh yeah yeah um at least three of them did it and there was not a giant puddle anywhere like it was done successfully by at least three ladies on top of a handful of guys yeah I'm just impressed I am nothing I, but oh, impressed. I, I was so, I was right I was turned on by this to be honest it's a weird thing but yeah very impressive 
from like, you know, like as a sports thing, I was impressed at like the sport of it, but also, you know, just I'm weird. Absolutely. Yeah. Man. <laughs> we are agreed on some peace stuff games that we just <laughs> clearly agreed to at the If you'd like to support our peace stuff games, <laughs> head on over <laughs> to our new Patreon. One guy, but he's like a $45 patron. <laughs> the preceding podcast was a production of Puzzle and a Thunderstorm, LLC. Copyright 2019. All rights reserved.